What's up, everybody? So today is Friday, April 5th, 2019. And today's episode is going to be a musical um, journey as we, you know, it's been a few days now removed. Today's Friday and I kind of want to touch on Nipsey a little bit, you know, Rest in peace. Uh, and just, you know, I had some thoughts on that. And then I also had some thoughts on a couple of shows that I have coming up. Um, tomorrow's a big day for me as well. You know, April 6th is uh, Excision and uh, Sullivan King out here in San Bernardino. So I'm looking forward to going to that. And then I got tickets to go see the ghost inside and I'm stoked because like I said I was going to get them the day that they actually dropped or the next day but they sold out immediately and then I guess due to popular demand they they uh, started selling more and that was today they went on sale today I don't know how much more they had a couple hundred or two hundred more tickets but I was able to score one and I'm stoked about that. So, on a couple, let's start. Let's start back at the beginning. Let's let's go back, because I think Nips is gonna take me a little bit to to walk through and talk through. Um, I am not the biggest of Nipsey Hustle fan. I'm nowhere near. Um, gonna front and say that I've been following him his whole career, but I do know, um, Victory Lap real well. I mean. Usually, when rap when rap music drops, I usually like. Let me back it up even before that. Champions dropped. Meek Mill's album dropped. Um, Wiz Khalifa had an album drop not too long ago. Eminem's, you know, Kamikaze dropped. You know, a few months back, and, and that this is all recently within a year. And usually, when rappers drop music, I like to myself. Just speaking, I like to. Really, um, I listen. I listen to it because, you know, aside from, well, I look at it this way. I like to know what songs are on there just in case they become radio hits, number one. But I like to be informed of what people are talking about, you know. It's just part of pop culture. So I, I take... I take those and I listen to them. I listen to a lot of rap, like sometimes just once. And then I'm like, well, they ha- this has, you know, three or four solid bangers. Sometimes I come up with a with an interesting song. Like I'm like, hey, this song, this really vi- I really vibe with this song, even though it's might- maybe not a major song that would normally be, you know, promoted on the radio or whatever. So I fuck with songs like that. And I, you know, and... About a year ago, year and a half ago, you know, Nipsey Hussle dropped. And it was like my first time ever hearing him. Last time that I checked with YG. And YG, I have been... been I actually like YG. Um, and I could get into why I like rap now. I mean, I, I had to do a whole other episode of podcasting about that. But I could get into why I like it. Why I like rap now versus when I didn't when I was younger. Um... 
But I like YG. YG's got several songs that I like. I like, so, you know. And then Nipsey Hussle was like, the song is fresh, man. I mean, last time that I checked, if anybody knows that song, and I hate using that song as, like, that's Nipsey Hussle, because that's not. I've listened to Victory Lab. I haven't really dabbled with anything else. But, you know, I just might now. I mean, now that I'm going to run through his... His whole catalog of music. But anyways, um, that that dropped like a year, year and a half ago. I'm not sure exactly how long ago it dropped. But I listened to it, you know, just I just listened to it like two times through. You know, Hustle and Motivation to me stands out. So does Dedication with Kendrick. Um, there's a couple of songs in there that, uh, you know, real... I can't say the word, but you know the real ends, the real the real ninjas, if that's if I can say that. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of solid bangers on on Victory Lab, and I thought it was really good. And you know, Nipsey doesn't get the radio play that some of these other rappers get. He's no he's no Drake, you know. He's no Kendrick. He's no Travis Scott. Uh, he's he's not about that, you know. His music has a sick West Coast vibe to it. Um, you know, he's just got a West Coast sound to his music, and that's not nationally what's in, you know, what's on the radio, what everybody's requesting with the youngins. The youngins don't like it. Um, as a matter of fact, me and my nephew go back and forth over ZZ. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't get, I don't get it. And I get the young kids like it. It's got kind of a playful... Um, Caribbean vibe to it, and Kodak is in for whatever reason, and so is Travis Scott and and Offset, you know. And that song sort of makes sense to everybody, but I to me it's like the song is rather slow paced and it's boring, and it's rather kind of like almost made for like it, you could almost put that on like. You know, a a Disney bop, you know, thing, whatever. But Nipsey, like I said, Nipsey, I had you. Know, Nipsey doesn't get the radio play. So I mean, like I, I listened to his album twice through. I I liked it. I, you know, been kind of paying attention to him, following him around a little bit, and I was really excited about a month ago now. There's a show coming through the LA area in, in Long Beach. It's called Once Upon a Time. And I was telling my nephew when I first seen it, I was like, yo, it's going to be Snoop. It's going to be YG. It's going to be The Game. Nipsey. Blueface. You know, how could you go wrong? And I know Nip Nipsey was going to play there. And that's like one of the things like, you know, you go to a show, you want to see, you know, things that I'm like, dude, we should go to that. I was telling my nephew, we should go to that. Um, like I said, I was YG, the game, Nipsey, Blueface, um, Snoop, you know, my nephew's never seen any of those people and I haven't either. I want to see Snoop, you know, at least once, you know, I want to go catch the game, you know, I want to see YG's and to see, and and I would have loved to see Nipsey, uh, 
you know, and to do all of that in a festival setting, you know, one day, I think it's called Once Upon a Time in LBC, you know, but that, that show in and itself, the tickets went on sale. And again, it's one of those things, the tickets were sold out like immediately and for rightfully so. I mean, that's, a, there was, that show is good. And there's more people on that that I'm leaving out because I don't, I don't have the, you know, the little, um, concert flyer in front of my face. And 90% of the time that I do these podcasts, let me, let me pause there for a second, 99% of the podcast, I'm just shooting from the hip, man. Um, I don't have the materials in front of me just like, oh, this is the name, this is what happened. Even when I do like my reviews in movies or, or TV shows or whatever, like, I don't have the people's characters' names. And I should get better at that as it goes on, but most of the time I shoot from the hip because I like my shit raw. Um... You know, this is coming from deep down in my knowledge. This is how I pay attention to things, how I relate to things, how it goes, what's going on in my head. If I have a, if I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, I'll talk about this, and it's a little bit more, um, I don't know how you want to put it, but it's a little bit more like not legit, or maybe it's not a little bit. I don't, you know what I mean. It's not like. It's a little bit more structured. It's too structured for me. I like just going... When I do these podcasts, it's just more of like... I don't know. I'm just chatting with somebody about shit. But anyways... um, Yeah, there is a lot of people on that little concert. I don't know who else is on... I think Baby Bash. I think all kinds of people randomly were on there. So it would have been a dope show to take my nephew to go to. I wanted to go. Uh, They opened up a second day... That I just recently, but I think that one too sold out. And I, that that show, that concert, that little festival at Long Beach Park, wherever it's at, I mean, that is now going to be the Nipsey Memorial Show, I, I believe. I mean, it's not, there's nowhere, nobody's stating that. I can guarantee you every rapper there will be talking about it. Everybody going to be talking because Nipsey was supposed to play that. It's, you know, LBC is not far from South Central LA. There's a home show for him. I mean, and when you're talking home show, we're talking home, home show. Um, I know LA, downtown LA, but Long Beach is a little bit closer to South Central than it is than downtown LA is, I believe. Um, and that's Snoop's home, you know. It's just, it's home for, you know... Long Beach is really close to, you know, South Central. It's just what it is. It's close. LA is really close in a lot of areas, but that that's closer. Um, but like I said, yeah, like I was thinking of going to that and just not that I'm not gonna go now or not, but I got other things going on and I I like to score a ticket, but that shit sold out immediately and it's no longer. I don't know if I'm going to get a, another ticket, you know, for the next day. I, I don't think so. So now it's a big affair. But anyways, uh, I had just listened to to Nipsey on Big Boy's radio like a couple weeks ago talking about his Grammy nomination, talking about, you know... Him hustling hard for his for his man. I mean, I remember somebody called in to Big Boy saying that 
you know, I don't know much about the man myself. I'm not gonna like I said, I'm not gonna front that I'm some of the greatest of Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hustle fan out there. But I do, I did, I do like some of his music, man. Like I said, Hustle the Motivation. If you guys don't know that song, run out and check it out. Uh, dedication with Kendrick. You know, every listen, every stream, every download of a song, you know, it helps him out, helps his fam out. You know, he owned all his music, and you know, it's just what it is. You know, I I highly recommend hustle, hustle and motivation in uh, real ninjas. Um, but anyways, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um. Yeah, on Big Boy Radio, they were talking about how he used to push his his mixtapes out the back of his car. And I was like, damn, bro, like he made it all the way. Like it really, really without any radio help, really without, you know, artists get famous, you know, it is a hit or miss thing. Like there's radio is stuck in a certain way. A lot of it is internet, a lot of it is word of mouth, a lot of it is just straight up, you know, talent just overcoming everything else. It's just what it is. It's a lot of, a lot of talent overcoming, you know, the lack of help from the radio. And Nipsey, you know, like I said, learning more of his stories as it went on. The entire, you know, he wasn't really beefing with nobody. Um, he's one of the more chill rappers. And now that he's died, you know, everybody's digging up his footage. Um, you know, the videos about him going around, you know, not about him, but just of him, who he was. I mean, he ain't about, he ain't about uh, a lot of that bullshit a lot of other rappers are, like... You know, some some rappers just out there doing shit for random ass reasons, you know, fronting big time, you know, flashing the cash, you know, just different things, man. I mean, and Nipsey wasn't about that. And to me, he's more, he's more real, you know, he's more my kind of rapper than... You know some of these big rappers. Like I, I can't see eye to eye with like. You know. Like let's like future or. Or none of these you know me any of the amigos like, I just don't see I can't see them eye to eye. I, I see Nipsey in another way. Like I said, I'm not the biggest Nipsey fan, but I see I kind of see his raps and how he is in a different way. Um. And that, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, Bo, relax. I'm doing, I'm doing a show here. <laughs> My dog is wilding out, man. Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad. And I didn't want to, I was originally going to do a podcast yesterday, but I got kind of tired. And I honestly what, didn't know if I wanted to do anything about Nipsey. Because I don't want, I don't want, for whatever reason, years from now, or maybe even tomorrow somebody says oh i'm just doing it because for the clout uh it ain't about the clout man you know as it is there's not a lot of i don't get a lot of listens i I do get listens but not like a ton 
Um, and I already think the enough time has passed. The internet was already in uproar all of Sunday, most of Monday, Tuesday, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, kind of died off a little bit. But there's still things going on about Nipsey, you know. Everybody paying their tributes. Everybody famous has already spoken about it that knew him or whatever. Most of the media has. So I feel like it's okay to talk about it a little bit. Um, and I kind of, like, aside from me, like I said, he wasn't beefing with nobody. I don't know. I think I think he knew he was about to get run up on or he he had beef with somebody right then and there because he... he uh, his last tweet, man, like I said, I don't have his last tweet, but his last tweet is haunting as fuck. I, and I read his last tweet because I'm on Twitter now 89%, 80 to 90% of the time. And I'm on Snapchat a little bit. And I just talked to the homies on Instagram and that's pretty much it. That's my social media presence as is, as cursing as it stands. But... Uh, Nipsey's last tweet, man, that shit is haunting as fuck. I think something along, and it's really short. It's only like five or six words. Uh, strong enemies mean something. I, and I was like, bro, like no way. And that was minutes or like an hour before, you know, what happened. And if you don't know what happened, he was shot six times. That's fucked up, man. You know, if you're beefing with somebody, you're squabbling with somebody, you know, I'm not a fan of guns personally. I I actually, I don't mind handguns because I don't feel like you can run off and just fucking go postal as a word. Your shit is more personal. You're going to shoot somebody, you're going to shoot them only. That's pretty much it. But... If you gotta use a gun to, you know, to square up with somebody and the motherfucker, you know, shot him six times, you know, like in some in some aspects I could see like if you know, he threatened your family, you're shooting six times and and or you're defending your home, yeah, I get I can see that. But to just blast somebody that was just you were talking shit to or whatever. Yeah, that's some that's some bitch shit, but uh, that's kind of fucked up, man. That's some that's some ho shit. Uh, Nipsey deserved a little bit more respect than that. Um, you know, ain't no ain't nobody. If you're in an argument like that, I mean, maybe you flash your gun. Maybe you shoot him in the leg. I don't know why he had murderous intent, the person that did it. But that's neither here nor there. Um, they did it in front of his store. Really fucked up, you know. And I don't know if you guys seen the video of him with, you know, taking the old dude that sweeps the parking lot right there that works there, you know, that he bought to go get a haircut and go freshen him up after working there so many years, you know. And Nip was taking, I mean... Nip was taking care of the man, and that's how, you know, he got done right there. It's, yeah, it's fucked. Um, and then they did it in front of his kid, too. That was fucked up, too, man. It, that, you know, the whole, the whole, you know, they did it, they did it dirty. Um, I don't know, you know, what 
what could have possibly been said? You know, we ain't never going to know that as as fans, as normal people that are not Nipsey and not the other guy. But you know what? That's it. I mean, there's no more. We don't got Nipsey no more. So it's it's fucked. And then, um, you know, what? when he got, was shot, I know I got wind of it. And I was like, damn, they fucking shot Nipsey. And then it was, damn, he was shot six times. I kind of knew. I was like, fuck, dude, six times. He barely, if he's going to make it, he's barely going to make it. Like, he's barely. You get shot six times and then all six bullets hit you in the stomach or the chest. You're barely going to make it if you make it. I knew it was grave once it was announced that he was shot multiple times. And then the number six came out. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, he got shot six times. And then they pronounced him dead. So I kind of figured they got him, like, right in the heart or whatever. But he was shot in the head. So, you know, he was... He probably would die immediately. I think they probably took him down and took him to the hospital. But he probably didn't even... There probably was no resuscitating him in, in the... Ambulance, I don't, I don't believe. I mean, nobody's going to know exactly where in the head he got shot, but I don't imagine it was, you know, like on the jaw. It's probably up in the upper part of the head. Um, and I don't know if he was shot five times and then, you know, when he was on the ground he was shot or if he was shot in the head and it just... Either way, you know, dump that many bullets and then one hit the head and then there's the other five bullets, you know... He was just executed right there. That's kind of, you know, fuck. Now, aside from that, um, you know, aside from the shooting, I, I do think as far as it being gangs, I don't think any, I don't think it's a gang thing. I think it was just a random dude, you know. It's not no East Coast, West Coast thing where, you know, none of that. They got the guy, thankfully, and he's no longer walking around. And I don't think he ever will. Um, That guy done fucked up, man. He done ruined not only his life, but... I mean, anybody that knows that man, dude, is going to be like, damn, bro. Like, that's almost unforgivable, man. Just because Nipsey was chill. Um, and that's pretty much the vibe. There ain't nobody talking bad about Nipsey on no angle of this, you know. So, rest in peace, Nipsey. Uh, like I said, I was, I liked his shit, man. Uh, I might, like I said, I might just, out of respect, just run through the other, I think he's got like three or four other albums or records. And I, I'm probably going to check him out, um. I didn't when he was alive, and I should have, because I really like Victory Lap. Um, And if you haven't listened to Victory Lap, start there and then go backwards. That's what I'm going to do, so come on the journey with me, going backwards on his music. Uh, But definitely Victory Lap is, you know, a good place to start, man. Uh, You know, rest in peace. Uh, Is his death... As big as Tupac's death, no, but I do I do think 
that the pool for LA rappers is kind of small. And I think Nipsey, Nipsey was on his way trending upwards. That's the whole thing that kind of like irks me is that it's like, damn, I actually liked, like I said, I actually liked Victory Lap. Um, and I felt like he could get better. And they're probably, you know, when you when you got a favorite rapper, like I don't know who's your guys' favorite rapper out there, but, you know, like, I like right now, and I've been following Cardi B for a minute, and even though that's kind of, you know, people are like, it's either do or die with her, but I think her her songs and her features that she's been coming out with lately are just trending upwards. They're she's gonna be providing bangers and in club songs for a minute, hopefully. Um, there's just rappers that are going upwards. You know, Fetty Wap blew up, and where is he right now? No, nobody know. Designer blew up. Ain't nobody know where designers at. That that happens to rappers, and not that those rappers are one hit wonders. They aren't talented or whatever, but they kind of they made something happen. You know, it was good, and then they just like fall off a little bit. Well, I think Nipsey was going the other way. Like Kendrick, when I first ran into Kendrick Lamar, uh, back when uh, Swimming Pools, you know, that was the first song that I ever listened to Kendrick. That I ever heard from Kendrick Lamar. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be... Just because that's what I do for a living. The swimming pools. I work in the swimming pool industry. Um, that just struck a chord with me. It was just hit me like right in the right in the chest, man. I was like, you know, like the wing got knocked. And I was like, who the hell is singing about swimming pools and liquor? And, and the song was, you know, that song was a vibe, man. It was good. It was a good song. And since then, and then, you know, Kendrick... Has been trending all the way to the top, and I think he's probably the best lyricist. Or maybe I don't know the best lyricist, but he's definitely the best rap, one of the best rappers, and probably not the one of the best lyricists right now rapping, like with raps. He's just he's just that good, man. I mean, there's no denying that. Uh. And I could see Nip- Nipsey is going was trending upwards too, um, so I was kind of cool to be like, even though he had been a while, like I felt like I had gotten on, I had gotten on the board, and then you know his next album or so, I would have already been like, yo, this is it, bro, like you know another one. We got we got more, you know, you got to build the pool up. It's got to come up from somewhere. You know, the rap game was gonna be back on the map. And we just took the West Coast took a big loss. It took a big loss in the rap game because I think the game, this himself as a rapper is kind of, you know, like not done, but he had his run. Kendrick is at the top. He's top dog probably right now, and it's like, mm, you know, like. Who knows how much longer he'd probably be at the top, but who knows how much more he wants to actually do rap and not gonna like hang it up, you know. And there's other rappers here, just like the pool's the pool's kind of small compared to other cities, 
But anyways, um, yeah, I think it just Nipsey was on the he was trending upwards and he we got cut off, man. That kind of that kind of sucks. The West Coast took a major hit when he went down. Uh, and that's all I'm gonna talk about Nipsey because I feel like you could go on and on, and I'm not gonna do it. Um, you know, there's no need to. There's no need to go on and on about it. If you, you know, it's pretty much you could dig up the information real quick. Anywhere by by seeing anybody's posts about him, you know, Snoop has been posting about you know the Lakers and Warriors, Drake. A lot of people have been posting about him, you know. So the information's out there. I just wanted to give my opinion about it and let you know, let y'all know that uh, check out hustle and motivation. Shit is a banger. Uh, moving on from that, yeah, tomorrow is the Apex tour, and fucking excited. I'm going to take the day off and. I got some stuff I'm going to do in the morning, but in the evening, probably going to roll over there like 5 or 6 p.m., maybe 7 p.m., uh, and rage out to like 1 in the morning, and that's when that motherfucker is going to end. Um, I've been told by many people that it's it's heavy metal. It's a heavy metal show with done by DJs. And I'm like, you know, and I'm already, I already like excision. So I'm kind of like, I'm like, kind of like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to come at me, but I'm hoping that something magical happens almost. I'm, I want to experience this. And I was actually thinking of going full plur. And fucking rolling on Molly and fucking maybe I'll smoke some weed or maybe I'll just fucking chug like two four locos before I walk in that bitch and be a little faded while I watch it or you know let it all hit me from the back. I'm not exactly sure how I want to approach the situation, but I want to approach it like I'm like kind of like excited to fucking do something that is so far removed from what I normally do and. You know, I know I've been talking about this in several other podcasts, but I'm like really excited. Um, The excited level is through the roof. Like, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Like the days are starting to slowly come together. Like I I have two concerts in the books. I've got two more. Three. I'm going to have three more lined up with possibly a fourth, maybe a fifth. Um, coming up later this year, in a few months. Um, but yeah, I'm fucking stoked, man. And I just got recently turned in, tuned, turned on to, tuned into Solomon King, who's got some heavy shit too, man. I mean, this is a new, I mean, I don't know how to explain it to you guys. Like, I grew up listening to heavy metal for the better part uh, 15 years or 10 to 15 years straight nothing but heavy metal hardcore in the hardest music rock you could fucking get 
was splashed in a little bit of singing along the way, but that was it. I didn't really have anywhere else that I really wanted to listen to. And then I slowly started letting rap in and pop music in and just, you know, just accepting it that that's what people, other people listen to and that not that I'm like, you know, like I totally blocked off of the music, but I kind of, I just kind of ignored it and I just didn't listen to it. I didn't take the time to listen to music and I actually like music a lot. Um, but the rap, rap happened, you know, pop happened, you know, just random, you know, indie music happened, you know, from everything. And it's just like my whole musical world exploded over the last, with what is now the, like the last several years, maybe not quite a decade, you know, and I've it like I feel like I come full fucking circle, man. Like I started at this heavy, heavy, you know, rah fucking music, like fucking gin 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 fucking sounds all the fucking time. And then I kinda of blended it and I still may I still maintain the heavy and now I've found if you don't know who Excision is, Excision is fucking insane. Um and his shit is heavy, bro. Like it's fucking heavy. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's heavy. And now I feel like like I'm going to go to a heavy metal show, possibly, that's not heavy metal. And it's not, like, anything I've ever been to. So, And I always see raves, like, uh, there's Beyond in Wonderland, EDC, and Burning Man. I always see the concerts that go down at these festivals. And I see the gobs of people that roll up. And there's mosh, and there's all kinds of shit there. And it's not my typical crowd. It's not. These are people that I wouldn't normally kick it with. But then again, you know, whatever. I'm going to just go to experience the whole fucking thing. And that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm like 24 hours away now. That's what I'm going to fucking do. Just that's what I'm going to fucking do. I'm going to be, you know, get my feet wet. Maybe, you know, maybe I don't like it, but I don't think so. I already got like a positive attitude towards it. I kind of got a positive vibe, you know, going for it myself. I kind of feel like, like kind of excited. Like I'm like, you don't know what to expect, you know, like kind of like, you know, Christmas morning a little bit. Got that kind of a vibe to it. Kind of like nervous, like your first date nervous, you know, your first kiss nervous, you know, your first, you know, your first, your first lay nervous, you know, you're just like, fuck, like, what do I do? Oh, shit, like, you don't know if you're gonna like it, but you think you're gonna like it, but hopefully you like it, but, you know, so that's what it is, that's what I, I'm hoping for a good time, man, I'm hoping I get to listen to, like, the few songs that I do know from Excision, I hope it just fucking blows me into orbit, blows me away, and maybe I'll start dabbling with that, more of that music as it goes, um, there's other bands and other people out there that do this shit that I just don't know. Maybe I'll be exposed to a whole world, you know, a whole other subworld of this. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but moving on from that, today, like I said, today uh, at 10.15 in the morning, I scored me a ticket to the ghost inside. I was really bummed out that I didn't get a ticket before, but now I have a fucking ticket. 
I have a ticket to a show that, you know, for the most part is, it's a sold out affair, um, so it's going to be packed. Uh, my bro, you know, a few years ago was, uh, we were going to go, I think we were going to go watch them in Upland. They were a small band then. They're not, and I don't know where they're at now. I think they got more followers now than they than they did when they were touring all the time. But I've grown, I've been, you know, my bro was listening to a concert, so I was hearing them, and he would just have on Dear Youth, like, all the fucking time. And so I kind of got used to those songs. Um... And then, you know, their accident happened. And then, you know, some of them had major injuries. Um, Y'all can go and Google that shit all you want. Uh, But they've been off for three years or so, maybe four years away from the game. And when it was announced that they were going to be doing something, I had initially thought they were going to maybe, like, come out with a new song, something not so dramatic as a show because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know if they were, did, I just didn't know. I just, I, like, my brother was like, hey, they're coming out with an announcement. And I was like, I seen that, but I don't know, what do you think they're going to announce? He's like, hopefully it's a show. And I'm like, you think it's a show that far away in July? And do you think really that, you know, I was thinking, I was like, maybe they're going to do like live stream a uh you know, that's what I was thinking. I think they were. I thought they were gonna tell everybody, okay, we're gonna live stream on YouTube or on Instagram or wherever these wherever people live stream shit or you know, like a a set or maybe like three or four songs. Like, hey, if this goes well, you know, and you, you tell us how we sound. Like, I felt like that's that's what they were gonna do, or maybe release a song, or maybe. You know, come together as a band and just talk about it. You know, do things as a band for everybody to see. But they announced the show. So I'm assuming that they're 50% good to go. Maybe 70% good to go. Um, And I read a couple of their Instagram posts that they were like really nervous about it. They didn't know if they could do it. How it was going to come out. And rightfully so, man. You know, one of the dudes lost a leg. You know, some of them were in the hospital for a while and you know just like like if I if you were to go to your job and you were to lose your leg or you know you're get really mangled I mean like you know the, the people who do like tame lions for example and they get attacked by a lion they don't really do that twice they're done after that um you know, there's just a lot of that happens to you know people in other jobs, and they just don't go back to it. You know, it's they're done. They do something else. You know, it's too dangerous to do what they're doing. So a lot of people that have accidents at their normal ass jobs, you know, they crash and do you know on the forklifts, and they don't, or they tip it over, and then they're scared to do it again. They just then they have a mental block that they can't do it. So. You know, I didn't think that they were going to do a show, but they're doing a show. Like I said, I was kind of excited to go see them because we were going to go see them in Upland at this place called the Grizzly Den a few years back. I forgot who they were on tour with. 
But I was like, yeah, I'll go watch it because it's close. You know, the Grizzly Den is probably like 20 minutes from us. And the show is cheap. And, you know, I had already been bumping their songs. Now, I've been bumping them more as of late because I've, of my, I've, I had access to Spotify Premium. And now I have Apple Music. So anytime I'm at random, like, I don't know if you guys know Spotify's daily mixes and their random ass playlist that they generate for you. Um, the Ghost Inside has been in there, like, for the for the better part of a year, so I've been re-listening to them, um, you know, throughout this entire year, and I was like, yeah, damn, like, I'd be kind of dope to see them again if they ever get back together. And now it's now it's it's all the way full circle. They're gonna be together July thirteenth at the Shrine in Los Angeles, and I'm in. I'm fucking in. The fucking ghost inside. Uh, Daniel's inside as well. The Shrine Auditorium. In July. And I'm fucking in. Uh, Avalanche is one of my favorite songs. Mercy, Out of Control. Uh, they, got a, they got a lot of bangers as well. And I'm a mosh to a song even though I don't mosh for them even though I've never seen them before. And I know that's a big no-no that I do. But, you know, yellow. I would hate to be... Not participate in a fucking show. Although, back that up, I'm not going to mosh for excision because I really don't know what I'm getting into. But I want to be in the crowd, like, up towards the front. I want to see some shit. But, okay, back to the ghost saying, um, yeah, I'm going to mosh for a couple songs. I don't want to get totally moshed out, but probably a few songs. I'm going to go bang it around a little bit, as it were. Um... And on that note, moshing, uh, my knees, my left knee is still fucked from Barrier Dead. Um, my right knee now is fucked because I was playing basketball the other day. So I'm slowly, hopefully I'll heal up in time for Knock Loose, which is fastly approaching. And Knock Loose released a song called Mistakes Like Fractures or something like that. Bro, the last minute of that song is a fucking the song is three minutes long but the last fucking 45 seconds are out of out of out of it's out of orbit that's how crazy it is and this is the song i'm gonna go see them live and i'm expecting nothing shy of an earthquake hitting the glass house in pomona and this this Destroying the whole fucking building. It's going to be wild. Um, Knock Loose is wild. And I expect it to be even wilder. Because of that lineup is fucking out of... It's out of bounds. The, the whole lineup is out of bounds. It's, it's un... I don't even know how to describe it. But that's happening. Uh, Not Fest is announced as well. I'm probably going to go because it's been, it's been a while since I've seen Slipknot and... Um, it's been about 20, it'll be about 20 years for me as well as a Slipknot fan. Um, like I said, I grew up around Iowa and Slipknot, Slipknot. Uh, Slipknot, Slipknot was like ninth grade for me, eighth and ninth grade. That shit was 1999. 
It is now 2019. I will give the not my the respect that they have earned over the years and that they deserve for me as well, you know. Uh, and they'll get a few bucks. They'll get my bucks and they'll go out and support. Um, not because the lineup is great. The lineup is terrible. I don't really care to see Behemoth. I don't really care to see Volby. I don't give a fuck literally about anybody else that are on that. But I want to see Slipknot. And, you know, 20 years ago, it's so hard to look, like think about that. Like 20 years ago, I was in my house listening to fucking surfacing, fucking headbanging the fuck out of the air, like in my room, like 20 years ago. And I, 20 years later, here I am, like. It's a little bit of nostalgia to it all, like, you know, hate breed as well. You know, I kind of dipped off after volume three, you know, All Hope Is Gone came out and, you know, the great chapter, I listened to the great chapter, I actually like Custer off of it, I don't like, I just can't, I don't, Slipknot to me is like big, big time metal and it's like, I can only see them once a year, and usually the festival thing it doesn't. The festival thing is kind of a turnoff for me most of the time, because um, I don't like the other bands that are on. Most of the time, they're on them. You get stuck paying a lot of money to watch like four bands, and it's like, bro, I could just wait for a little tour to come by when I have like three bands that I do like show up for a fraction of the cost, and it's a financial decision too. I mean, but I do want to see Slipknot, and they're. Knotfest is happening in July 27th. That concert, that little thing is on my radar. As well as Korn, Alice in Chains, and somebody fucking else. That's on my radar as well. I want to see Korn as well. Korn is another oldie but goodie that I want to get under my belt, man. I mean, because you never know. You never know when these bands just... Something happens and they just don't do anything anymore. And that's that's what it is. I mean, I'm going to dip up out of here off of this episode because um, it's 45 minutes and I'm going to end up talking about Excision on Sunday. So I'm going to hit you with two back-to-back episodes. Uh, real quick, I got my tickets for the Avengers as well, April 25th. That's on Thursday, about 7 p.m. Here where I'm located at my hometown in California, uh, in the Inland Empire, there are no fucking tickets as of 24 hours they were announced. So if you don't have a ticket to go see the Avengers, you're not probably not going to see the Avengers if you're in any major city. Because that shit is sold the fuck out. And it sold the fuck out over a three or four or five day window. I think people are already looking for the next weekend. And and as we get closer to the Avengers, uh, the tickets are good. They're gonna go. You're gonna get stuck sitting like in front of the screen, or separated from whoever your date is. I mean, it's already it's a mess. It's a mess now. Um, but I got in. I got my ticket. So that's what's coming up. That's what's up on the docket musically. Again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man. Um. Check out Victory Lab. Uh, that's how. That's what I wanted to just talk on it briefly. Uh, if you need any more information about Nipsey, you know, feel free to 
Google it up, but hustle and motivation, dedication. Uh, last time that I checked, man, those are some bangers. Go check it out. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode, guys. I'll catch you later.